0: Ooh. What's up, Internet? My name's David Webb.
1: I'm Marielle Edwards.
0: We get nerdy nightly.
1: <laughs> and we thought we'd share it with you. <laughs> that was beautiful.
0: Thank you. It is Monday, July twenty-seventh, two thousand and twenty welcome back to the nerdy nightly podcast where we talk about things
1: yeah i mean that is technically correct (laughs) we do talk about things um we
0: just wanted to start this episode um we we got tested for covid on monday yes of last week
1: so one week ago exactly
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that's how that's how it works yep (laughs) Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, we just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone in Calgary and everywhere else uh, running those testing sites, doing the incredible work of making that safe and available to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the atmosphere was uh, cheerful. I think uh, the the people who are putting themselves in harm's way were doing a really good job of comforting and welcoming the people there. Mm-hmm. And I just I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who was in that position it's, it's really hard, and mm-hmm. um, I, I just I can't imagine, and yeah. I'm so grateful.
1: We really appreciate everything that you're doing, and, you know, for also, you know, everyone was very kind, and we appreciate you making the best of the situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, yeah it, uh, it's, it's such a huge, like, government works project to get everyone together to, like, make this happen, and I'm just so proud of you know, the way that, um, the people there were handling it. I, I, it Mm -hmm. could have been a very somber or aggressive, you know, there's a huge line of cars and like it was really difficult and, um, there was no aggression. There was no, um, dismissiveness. It was really, really collaborative. And I just, um, I was very impressed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. On that note, we're negative. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We tested negative. Um,
0: and the whole household did thankfully. Yeah. Um, despite a little scare. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, yeah it looks like you know life kind of goes back to the normal of
1: Of three weeks
0: ago (laughs) yeah instead of the normal of the last two weeks where we were kind of back in a hard quarantine yes um but a hard quarantine you know the the upside of that is you have plenty of time to play games and you have plenty of time to watch things absolutely you started a witcher 3 playthrough
1: yeah um last thursday was my very first time playing the witcher 3 um, so that was on my stream uh at clarestracaras mm-hmm. um and I, you know what i the i really like the game so far um as like a diehard skyrim player mm-hmm. it's quite different um definitely more challenging in a lot of different ways um you know the, like attack combinations um uh, are something that i'm not really used to i'm you know i'm used to like this button is attack this button is th- this other attack but you know you can there's different dodges and you can flick certain different ways and you really have to be smart about it and kind of think on your feet so
0: it's, it's just interesting to me that that game um has endured so much and is still so popular mm-hmm. and i know that it's it's you know it's had a resurgence because of the television show yeah um i played it when the television show was announced is when I got it because I had never played it before. Yeah um, And it really has a community behind it where like this for a lot of people that is like one of the games that they're like This is like the game you have to play.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are In similar to Skyrim diehard fans mm-hmm. of this game um, And I'm really excited to kind of dive into it. Um, I was very proud. it didn't die once <laughs> For my very first time playing so that felt nice
0: you're such a gamer. What? I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> I'm such a gamer. I'm so proud. I'm the best gamer. <laughs> the best um, Skyrim streamer. <laughs> I am at the best Skyrim streamer, TM trademarked.
0: What's funny is we both play so many like old games. Like we, I, 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 I mm-hmm. played Paper Mario on my stream, but in yeah. my stream it's a lot of like, I'm going to play Star Wars Battlefront 2, yeah. the same game I've been playing for three years now. I'm yeah. going to play it the same way I've been playing it. And I'm just, you know, having a good People to have their go-tos.
1: Yeah, You know, it's true. They, you, you, when you fall in love with a game, it's, you know, it, it kind of becomes a, a comfortable fallback. Like, especially for streaming, mm-hmm. it is hard to stream a brand new game. Um, I'm very comfortable streaming Skyrim. Um, but I felt like it was a lot more work to keep up with um, chat and my community and things like that. While I was also trying to learn a completely new game with mm-hmm. a different combat system and all of that, but it was it was really enjoyable. I I'm, I'm I yeah I'm excited to kind of get the hang of it if that makes sense.
0: Well, the reason I wanted to bring up video games mm-hmm. is we watched the trailers from the Xbox Games Showcase. We didn't yes. watch the actual showcase itself.
1: No, uh, but we watched the It was game early changed. in the morning
0: in our time, um, just because. Or it was early for us. We're not We're not, <laughs> not morning people. people. <laughs> um,
1: and it's even harder when you don't drink coffee.
0: <laughs> I, which I can't believe you don't drink coffee.
1: I'm sorry. But
0: we watched all of the trailers for the new games. Yeah. And what was what was the number one standout for you?
1: Um, oh my god, I'm blanking on all the names of them now because we literally watched them like all back to back.
0: That's true. It doesn't <laughs> help. Yeah. And especially when some of them start to blend together.
1: Well, there was one that looked like an acid trip. Oh, Psychonauts 2. That's the one. Which
0: I I thought I had done drugs. I was like, oh, you slipped drugs into my water and... Yeah.
1: You know what it looked like? Actually, it reminded me of, did you ever play the Cat in the Hat on Xbox? No. Oh, God. That game was something. It was like after the movie came out, like the live yeah, action yeah, yeah. The Mike Myers yeah.
0: monstrosity. Mm-hmm. And I, I love... Look, I I, I I, I, don't even know if I dislike the movie. I just it's remember not good. what Mike Myers looked like in that suit being like, oh my God, I'm having mm. a nightmare.
1: It's it's not good. Mm-hmm. As someone who loved it as a kid, it's not good.
0: Have you rewatched it as an adult?
1: No, but I can, I can think about it mm-hmm. and i know it's not good like that I,
0: is some, that's a movie we should do a watch along with we the should patreon.
1: we should that one will um well yeah we'll definitely do That'll that on patreon fun. and watch that with the community because but that's what the game reminded me of was yeah. that like very seuss whimsical feel like i was like what is happening so that kind of definitely made an impression mm-hmm.
0: um you really love the avowed trailer yes the skyrim-esque
1: yeah, and I actually, I thought it was a brilliant trailer in a way, that it was beautiful, and it really did leave me wanting more. Mm-hmm. There were a couple games we watched that were a lot of just, like, playing the game, and I was like, okay, cool, I see what this is about. Yeah. That trailer, um, I was like, I need to know what this is, like, I need to, mm-hmm. I need, like, um, it's I think it's very well done and um, very well made. The shot of the arrow on fire falling into the pit, like, Mm -hmm. and the lighting design of that was just beautiful. Like, um, and so that one I'm very excited to play. And then Everwild?
0: Everwild, yeah. Is that it? Yeah.
1: That one also stood out to me.
0: The art of that stood out to me. I don't, that fell into a category of games in this where I was like, what is the gameplay?
1: Yeah, I have no idea what it is, but I want to know. (laughs) Although having
0: said that, like, it's the first trailer, so it's just the ideas trailer. Like, there will probably be gameplay trailers for all these things later. Oh, totally. But something I did notice was um, there was the new game Crossfire X. Mm -hmm. Or just Crossfire. Maybe the X was just the Crossfire. I don't know. (laughs) But um, (laughs) what I I realized watching that trailer is that I feel like I'm kind of burnt out a little bit on first-person shooter, like, military... Yeah. Um and I I don't know what it is. I I used to love those games and I used to get excited every time there was a new Call of Duty coming out and stuff like yep. that. But um that trailer I I just kind of was watching it going, you know, I've have I've been there. Seen I've done that. that. And the the wildly better graphics don't make shooters better to me.
1: Yeah, for so one of the reasons that I really like The Outer Worlds mm-hmm. is it is very much like a first person shooter in that respect mm-hmm. but it's it has that um almost like fallout sense of humor
0: yeah outer worlds because i haven't played it but it looks mm-hmm. like it f- is sort of like Borderlandsy.
1: yeah and it's and and um some of the th- like some of the the some of the concepts in it are like wildly outlandish in the way Mm -hmm. that you're like this is this is bonkers but that's like how they live like the one that sticks out to me was one this is not really spoiler and outer worlds has been out a while but Mm -hmm. at the beginning well and it
0: had a dlc trailer that we watched yes which
1: which looked really cool but like the first um planet that you're on um is it the first planet actually Yes, I think it is. Um, sorry, I'm like, wait a second. It's been a while. But um, there's one of the workers um, commits suicide, unfortunately. And um, uh, they say, and, and this woman is, is left with his gravesite fees. So when you die, you have to pay for your grave and, and your family has mm-hmm. to upkeep that for generations and generations. Um, Jesus. Yeah, and which is ridiculous. And That's um, probably
0: a real thing.
1: It might be. I don't know. I don't know. Oh either. god, that's such a dark thought. Um but anyways, so um um I can't remember exactly how it's phrased, but you know, you're like, "Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss." And she's like, "Oh no, like I don't I, I don't give a crap. I'm just like the closest re- person in relation to him." And she literally means she was physically the person who was closest to him in the area when he killed himself so because he doesn't have family she gets stuck with his gravesite fees and you're just like what like it's what is happening so wild um but that's what i mean like if you're like i feel like for shooters like that they have to have that some kind of character behind them
0: i i still enjoy fallout i still enjoy like those Mm. kind of games i still enjoy what i'm specifically talking about are the like you're you're the military operative who has the suit that makes you able to take bullets and we're sending (laughs) you in by yourself behind enemy lines to shoot other people who maybe also have a suit that makes them able to take bullets (laughs) um and it's just like ever since the original modern warfare i feel like that that genre has not adapted in any new way Mm -hmm. that i'm interested in Going out day one. Those are games that I enjoy playing, and I, I they're fun and they're a little mindless for me. Mm-hmm. But they're just not something that I'm like day one. Whereas like Super Mario, like pa- the Paper Mario Origami King came out, and I was like, no, I have to get this the day it comes out. Yeah, the story, the humor, the involvement. Um, Ghost of Tsushima is one that I wish I could have. If we don't have a PlayStation right now, so yeah, we I play it.
1: would really love to get mm-hmm. that game because I've watched some gameplay of it and it um, it looks incredible.
0: So I mean, yeah, so I yeah, with Crossfire I just in particular was watching that going, I feel like I've played this game already. Yes. And it just it's not enticing to me to go out and buy day one.
1: Yeah, and like you said, you know, it was beautiful. Graphics and yeah. it were Oh, stunning. it's gorgeous. And and, and but, honestly
0: it's probably great. Yeah. It just is it's not a new experience and what has been amazing about these game showcases both PlayStation 5 and Xbox mm-hmm. and we'll get into the differences in a second but <laughs> the 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 games that are exciting to me are the games that look like it's something i've never seen before totally the being able to jump between levels without a load screen in Ratchet and Clank for PlayStation <laughs> 5 truly blows me away yeah taking away the loading time with that ssd is going to change video games forever. <laughs> yeah. Um the horror game. Um
1: That one from
0: from the Xbox, the the uh, medium. The medium? Yes. Rendering two worlds simultaneously so that you can jump back and forth. Yeah. is bonkers to my brain. Yeah. And so I'm ex- I want to play that day one.
1: Truly. Like that that was a standout for me in that respect totally. like that. You'll never play it. No, I can't. I'll I'll cry.
0: Yeah. Um I'll I'll play it.
1: I'll watch you play it on Twitch. With the
0: lights on. Um <laughs> no spook saturdays for that one that 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 trailer was genuinely creepy to me yeah and i don't get scared by much um but so it's it's really interesting to me now having played as many games as i have Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and you know i've owned every single console since the super nintendo
1: jeez
0: i have a problem i know um we're
1: working on it No, we're not. Yeah, we're getting only the PlayStation this time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but here's the thing. And this is what I wanted to talk about about the difference in the game showcase is why get an Xbox? We have a a PC in our house that is ours that can play these games better than that Xbox will be able to. Absolutely. And they're not exclusive to the Xbox. And I I genuinely am so confused Mm -hmm. by the decision to make halo infinite not exclusive to the xbox like, yeah
1: you were shocked
0: well and, and here's the reason why back in the day i was a playstation nintendo boy and mm-hmm. i've always been a nintendo boy but my my other console was always a playstation console mm-hmm. and that sounds so my
1: other console i know i know i know
0: i worked really hard hey to earn you know what things, okay if
1: you put the time in you, you can spend your money this how is you what want.
0: i spent my money on as a kid i would get i would work hmm you know, at movie theater I, or a, the, a barn. Like, I would literally make money to buy video games because my parents were like, we're not buying you <laughs> video games.
1: You have a console. What do you mean you also need a PlayStation? I know. I know. They're like, <laughs> the
0: last-gen console works just fine. And I'm like, no, no. you don't understand. Uh, so I was a PlayStation boy, and then I played Halo at a friend's house. Mm-hmm. And it blew my mind the first halo game was a like landmark experience in my life right i remember it the same way that i remember reading the first harry potter controversy noted but reading the first harry potter Mm -hmm. uh the watching the first stars you know like those are like landmark things for me and the first halo game was one of those games that just captured everything about it the the way the aliens looked the way the spartan armor looked (laughs) and i became an xbox guy yeah. I, I really did for a long time, mm-hmm. and then when the PlayStation Four, Xbox One console generation happened, Xbox kind of just lost me on exclusives, and and that's always where my console love has gone. Is what games are you making? Yes. I don't care which console's better. I really don't. Yeah, and I know the teraflop thing on the Xbox makes it probably a stronger console, but. It's not going to be a stronger console than our PC. Exactly. It's going to be stronger than the PlayStation 5, but it won't have PlayStation 5 games. Mm-hmm. So why would I buy it?
1: Yeah, you know, like you you, you had said to me, you know, oh, babe, we're gonna have to get both because you wanted to play Halo, and I was like, are you are you joking me? You're
0: gonna buy a six hundred dollar console to play a six or a seventy dollar game? Yeah. And I, I was like, yeah.
1: And now it's. Seriously, like why what what would be the reason to buy an Xbox?
0: To have a, another Blu-ray player in the house? Like I, I genuinely To
1: have a, a um a stand for your beer.
0: <laughs> a stand for your beer. Yeah, to have a, a garbage can that doesn't open. Yeah. Um it it's just weird to me. I I don't And I guess there are going to be people who can't afford a well, but no, but that doesn't even make sense cuz honestly for $700 American, right? Mm-hmm. Say say the console 700 American. You can put together a, a
1: decent gaming computer.
0: A decent enough gaming computer. Yeah. That will also be a computer that you can use for computer things.
1: Exactly. And instead of replacing your console, you could replace the parts in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and put it together piece by piece.
0: And maybe, uh, to be fair, putting together a PC is probably outside of what a lot of people can do.
1: True, but you can pay someone to do it.
0: Oh, totally, totally. I, I'm just, I'm, I want to acknowledge that, like, the, there, there's all of these options are cost prohibitive. Totally. When the Xbox and the PlayStation were $300, 400
1: It made a big difference. Big
0: difference. Because you
1: cannot get a computer that would run those games for that price. Absolutely
0: not. No way. But now I just don't... You could get a secondhand PC that's a decent and just upgrade the graphics card. Mm-hmm and be able to play everything that the xbox will put out
1: yeah and you know even if you're not playing it on ultra graphics yeah. you're, you're still getting a, pretty much the same gaming experience
0: the other thing that uh, is interesting to me is there is no cost to playing online with console mm-hmm. but um at least the playstation there's a you have to pay a xbox yearly Live, i think yeah xbox or xbox gold pass PlayStation Plus is the PlayStation One. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you have the so it's not even just the console. There's an yeah. additional cost that doesn't come. I've never had to pay to play online on a PC game, other than like World of Warcraft or like those kind of yes. MMOs. But mm-hmm. I I just watching the watching the game showcase, I was kind of baffled by that because it yeah. really watching those trailers end with. Xbox or PC optimized for Series X, and I'm like, well,
1: yeah, great,
0: I... like it's optimized for it, but it's gonna play fine.
1: Well, and I think they might be in trouble. I
0: maybe I I don't know if Xbox sales actually matter to Microsoft, so they might be safe. From no, I mean, that, but...
1: Microsoft is fine, yeah. but as far as like the Xbox console itself making the money, I. Mm-hmm. I I'm really curious, and I think we're gonna end up keeping a close eye on this.
0: Oh, we have to, yeah. Partially because we have a podcast where we talk about these things, but um, <laughs> I
1: know. But also because this, this is what is matters a shit <laughs> That interests us, like
0: yeah. Um, I just I I found it very confusing, and honestly, a little disappointing. To open up um, the day that the games showcase happened, I opened up Steam, and there was a ad for Halo Infinite coming this <laughs> fall to <laughs> Steam. Yeah, and it just it deflated. I wanted to be excited about the Xbox. You know, I I had so many great memories on the 360 Mm -hmm. uh, and a few on the Xbox One, but definitely more on the 360. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like Xbox dropped the ball in the Xbox One generation and PlayStation 4 ran with the whole game. Mm -hmm. The last couple years of PlayStation 4 exclusives between Spider-Man, God of War, um, Horizon, like last of us 2 and ghost of tsushima playstation 4 is ending the console generation mm-hmm. with last of us 2 and ghost of tsushima which are both considered like, like
1: solid incredible
0: like... beautiful mind-bending entries yeah and xbox is just kind of not put out a new xbox exclusive that's really broken through the zeitgeist in uh, I can't remember the last one. I I genuinely can't. And yeah. e- Sony had one last week. <laughs> yeah. And three weeks before that. Yeah. So I just I'm yeah I'm I'm confused by the choice, and I'm confused by the choice to have in the showcase games that come out before the Xbox Series X. Yeah. That weird narrative game and a bunch of 2021 games.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like it's times like these where I wish I could like talk to the people who like make these decisions you know like i want to know what they were thinking when they decided to not make them exclusive
0: (coughs) i highly doubt it's an xbox decision i have a feeling it's a microsoft division decision because they they see pc sales as the same thing as xbox game sales
1: Hmm. there's a
0: pc in there's a pc in most homes Mm -hmm. they're probably thinking we'll sell more games if it's available in more places yeah and you know, maybe that's that's what matters. I, I don't know. I don't have the...
1: Yeah, I'm definitely not... I, I definitely would not be an expert on the business side of all of this, but...
0: Because my Windows 10 might just be more valuable to them oh. if there's more copies of Windows 10 in the world. Yeah. That, and that, that, that might be the math. I don't know what the math is behind all of it. Mm-hmm. I just think that it looks like Xbox has built an incredible machine. Mm-hmm. It is supposed to outpace the PlayStation 5. It's supposed to do all these things.
1: And yet we probably still won't get it.
0: Yeah. I, I, <laughs> and honestly, it would be weird for us to. Yeah. It would be really bizarre for us to spend money on something to play games that we can already have access to with yeah. the machinery that we currently own. Because
1: I can literally connect my Xbox controller to my PC. Yeah. Like I, you know, I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't have a reason for us to be getting the Xbox so.
0: But we will get the PlayStation 5 day one because Miles Morales...
1: I told you we're, we're, we can get it as long as we get the Miles Morales one.
0: I don't know that that's a real thing.
1: Well, you're going to have think, to make one.
0: I think that that might have been a boss logic, um render.
1: Well, um, I'm very disappointed and you're going to have to make it work.
0: We, we need to find out because we've been talking about that. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, there's a Miles Morales variant playstation 5 that's been online
1: if, if it's not already happening we're making it and happen
0: i'm i'm 50 sure that it's real and i'm 50 percent sure that B- boss logic created it and if boss logic created it playstation needs to make that playstation 5 because he turned that modem <laughs> that wireless internet router yeah. into one of the coolest looking he turned into
1: yeah yeah <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: uh all right well on that note we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back to talk about avatar the last airbender which we're finally watching
1: finally and we're back and we're back (laughs) were you waiting for me to take that one or no i don't know i was just
0: trying to make you laugh (laughs) i feel like that's all i'm trying to do at all times
1: yeah i feel that way as well (laughs) i'm not complaining
0: um so, we finally watched Avatar. And by watch Avatar, I mean we've okay. seen eight episodes. We've seen eight episodes. Yeah.
1: Yes. And this is one of those things where people have been telling me I feel like my whole life, which mm-hmm. I know is not possible because it came out in 2005 and I was alive for 11 years before that.
0: But were you... But you're not like really. I like, wasn't
1: really a living. You know, I wasn't yeah. really living my best life. I was not living my best <laughs> life. Um, I yeah. was certainly not living my best life at oh, 10. Oh, God. No, me neither. Are you joking? Um... Oh God, it was a little shit. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, we're finally watching Airbender, and it's we- a show. It is a show, and you know what? I have to say, it's better than the movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's such a low bar.
1: I just offended so many people.
0: <laughs> no, you didn't. No one is going to defend. They're the like, movie. wait,
1: you talked about the movie. No, I mean, <laughs> I feel like everyone's like, just don't bother. It doesn't. We we don't acknowledge its existence. Just like I don't acknowledge the existence of the Aragon movie.
0: Exactly. I, I just want to point out how weird it is that we are two self-proclaimed nerds
1: mm-hmm.
0: who neither of us have ever seen the show, but we've both seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the movie opening night, like Thursday night in theaters.
1: Oh. Because uh, oh.
0: like my friends were like, I had a bunch of friends mm-hmm. in New York who are Avatar fans.
1: Wait, when did it come out? Uh,
0: 2004 15, 14, no there's 15. no way
1: there's no way because i watched that movie on netflix when i was still living in calgary so
0: no it's not that old
1: yeah it must be
0: netflix was around when you were in calgary yeah i thought netflix was still like dvds back then no,
1: no 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 and netflix is about 10 years old that makes sense right
0: well i mean netflix is older than that because it was the um the dvd service was around for a long time before that where they would like send the dvd to your house
1: Oh, I never did that.
0: <laughs> okay, so Netflix started you would like you had an account and you they would mail you the movie. I can't believe I'm explaining Netflix to you. Wait, what
1: if you broke it?
0: <laughs> then you paid for it. Alright. It's the same with like I think it was called Gamefly was the video game version where you could like rent Call of Duty and they would send it to you and then you would mail it back. This is huh. how this is how Netflix killed Blockbuster.
1: Oh. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't watching a lot of things at that time. I was very busy. Young oh Canadians. wow,
0: 2010.
1: Yeah, see, I knew it. I knew it because I knew I, I was saw... still here.
0: I watched it in theaters here. Yeah. Holy crap.
1: Yeah, that was wild. like I was like, wait a second. There's no, no. 2010 is the year that you moved to. Yeah, but it was July
0: first, 2010.
1: Oh, so you, yeah, you. Were I
0: think there. I maybe went with young Canadians. Maybe. Anyway, the movie is. <laughs> I, and look, I like M. Night Shyamalan movies. I think he's mm-hmm. made great movies. I For think sure. his recent films have been really good. The Visit was great. And the. What was that movie he did after the visit that I thought was really good? Um, I can't I remember. Don't know. There's one scene in The Visit that I really don't like. Um, and I don't like that it was made. And I wish it wasn't in the movie. And it involves an elderly person taking their dirty diaper and trying to smear it on a child. But other mm-hmm. than that, I I think that movie's pretty solid. Okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the The name.
0: Avatar The Last Airbender movie, which I think is just called the Ava- The Last Airbender because of James Cameron's Avatar. Oh is maybe. A burning pile of trash.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was not good. And even though I had no taste when I was fifteen, I still knew it wasn't good. Mm-hmm.
0: What's wild to me about that movie is it's like they didn't watch the show. Because mm-hmm. they get everybody's name wrong. Because <laughs> I remember being like, oh yeah, the Avatar Ung, and my friends are like, he's Aang. Yeah. Freaking movie!
1: Oh yeah, see if you get the names wrong, that's just sad.
0: It's just not that hard.
1: Yeah, it's really ang
0: and ung, very different. So now that we now we've we saw that the, the television show is on Netflix. Yes, as well as the movie. The movie is there if we, we just wanted to give that a rewatch. It. Oh
1: god, maybe that'll be another watch along.
0: <laughs> how How do you feel so far?
1: Um. You know what? It's interesting because I feel like the show has been hyped up to me so mm-hmm.
0: much. I'm in the same boat.
1: Like, I have so many friends who are like, this is an incredible show. You're absolutely going to love it. Um, like, my friend Evan is so excited that mm-hmm. I'm finally watching this. And the way people talk about it, I just don't have that reaction to it yet.
0: It's, it's, the, it's one of those shows that I... It's similar to Clone Wars in a way that I feel like it is very kid friendly to start mm-hmm. and i can see the potential of where it can go mm-hmm. and i'm by no means saying it's bad because I, I do it's think not. it's good yeah it's just kind of kiddie for me right now
1: yes but i have been told that the character arcs are the best part of the show mm-hmm. and so obviously that's something that it's impossible to judge at the very beginning mm-hmm. so you know as much as i'm like You know, I'm not like, this is an incredible show. I like it, and I'm really happy to continue watching it.
0: I I just find it... I I feel like once we understand the world better, certain (laughs) things will make more sense. Yeah, it's a little wishy-washy. There's elements of the show that seem, like, so confusing to me as far as, like, what kind of technology people have. Because the Fire Nation seems to be working with, like...
1: They have, like, battleships.
0: Truly, truly... I would say like eighteen hundreds technology. Yeah. And then everyone else is like nomadic Living swords in and like spears grass
1: people. Grass homes. Yeah. And like
0: And I'm like, yeah, no wonder the Fire Nation is conquering everyone.
1: Yeah, they have like steel like iron like ships that can <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> throw fireballs with trebuchets hundreds and hundreds of feet in the air.
0: The the So we we got if you haven't seen Avatar before, we might start talking a little spoiler for the first eight episodes, mm-hmm. but it's not really enough of the show to spoil it, to spoil anything really.
1: And here's the thing: is the show has been out long enough that yeah. you know we'll put a little when when we are this getting to that. Yeah, this is our disclaimer. <laughs> we'll always try to say, but
0: but it's lightly spoilers because it's eight 22 minute episodes of it once of the first it's season.
1: It's also like a fifteen-year-old show. Yeah, <laughs> um, but
0: there is there there's a sequence where, Ung and Appa. Are flying towards a barricade of Fire Nation ships.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And they start using catapults to fling fireballs at the flying bison. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there watching it out loud to you, going. The thing can fly, like just yeah, go just, higher. Just
1: fly over, and like. And
0: they were flinging those fireballs over the clouds, and I was like, "What technology yeah. is this?" Like, <laughs>
1: yeah, it's fucking magic. Like, it, I
0: mean, like, it literally is magic. I know. The bending, the bending is magic to a point that I don't understand.
1: Yeah, but unless they are airbending, like it, they would not be able to assist their trebuchets.
0: Yeah, and that's where a lot of things get confusing for me because mm-hmm. there's. A moment where um, Iro, who is Prince Zuko's uncle, mm-hmm. is heating the hot springs that he's in by blowing steam out of his nose <laughs> to heat the hot springs, and I was like, "Well, steam is technically water. Water. That's not firebending."
1: Yeah, I'm confused. Unless maybe he's the Avatar.
0: <laughs> That's the twist <laughs> of the whole series. <laughs>
1: So Iroh is the actual Avatar, avatar, and that he has mastered all four elements. I knew it.
0: There was one voice in the show that was bugging me so much, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I know that voice. I know that voice well. And it's because um, Commander Zhao is Lucius Malfoy. Yes. And I was like, but it was so funny to me, because we've been having this weird string of Harry Potter characters popping up in the things we're talking about. Oh, that's true. And Petunia
1: was in Mario Brothers.
0: And... um, Dudley was in, old guard. Old guard, yes. And now Lucius Malfoy's here. Like we just can't seem to get away from Harry Potter actors. (laughs) Overall, I actually I really like the show as a kids show.
1: Totally. Um,
0: but the way people talk about it, I feel that there has to be some sort of moment where things take a turn, Mm -hmm. because people talk about it as if the end of this show is, and I know what happens. Oh, you do? Yeah, because of memes. I know what the, like, final standoff is.
1: I don't actually know.
0: Good. I'm not going to say it here. No, for sure. I
1: just... That's interesting.
0: Everyone talks about it as if it's the most satisfying end to an animated show ever, if not any show. Like, people talk about the finale as being a perfect television finale. Wow. And so, as much as I'm kind of enjoying but not truly loving the episode so far, I I really want to stay invested because I hear i just hear so many good things yeah and i i think the show won't let us down if it goes if it goes well i mean you know if they handle it well i just i the the characters are just very much children Mm -hmm. in a way and they also keep running into adults and i'm like just take one of these adults with you yeah (laughs) there's room on Appa for one more person yeah (laughs) take an adult who has some money
1: yeah you need some supervision
0: or, or just someone who knows how to, like, forage for food. Like, it seems like <laughs> yeah. they don't have the...
1: They're, like, starving all the time. Cause...
0: They don't have the skill set necessary for this trip.
1: Even though, which is weird, because, um, like, the two s- s- siblings, oh, God. Um,
0: Saka and, and Katara.
1: Katara lived on basically like an iceberg. Yeah, but why... And they can't get food for themselves. Yeah,
0: but how would they... Because they know how to fish seals. You know what I mean? Why would they know what to do in a forest? They've maybe never seen a tree before.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah.
0: Like, they're in environments they have no clue what to do. If you took Inuit people out of the north of Canada and put them in Florida.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? It would be like, very difficult. Not
0: Modern Modern Inuit people would obviously be fine. No, but if you're I mean, like, talking about, like, you know,
1: like yeah. the 1800s, which is kind of when it feels like.
0: Yeah. Like you wouldn't just be like, oh hey, what are these tall wooden things that are very close together? Like you know what
1: I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I. I, just I think see what you're saying. I just
0: think it's funny that like they don't take anyone else with them. They're like, no, mm-hmm. we're good. We're three people below the age of sixteen. Yeah. And we're fine. And all of these adults keep being like, all right, all right bye.
1: Bye. Yeah.
0: Oh, you're the most important person on the planet.
1: Cool. You're good gonna luck.
0: be great. You're gonna be fine. Have
1: fun. You know. Here's
0: some food. <laughs> Get out of here, you scamp. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'm really, I you know, I am excited to see where this show goes. It's it's a nice, easy watch,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, yeah. Like I said, I've been told the most important, like, or the the best thing about it is kind of the growth and the arcs mm-hmm. of the show. So he maybe it's just been hyped up to me too much, but I I can't wait. You know,
0: I also think it's not fair to like. And it's why I'm being light on criticism, because I'm acknowledging that it's the first eight episodes of a three season show. Totally. And so my reaction thus far has been like, it's fun, but I'm excited for it to get more serious.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And Mm -hmm. I have a feeling it will. Well, the
1: stakes are obviously going to get higher.
0: Well, they kind of already have. I feel Mm -hmm. like the last two episodes episodes, that we watched. Mm -hmm. Because when Aang first comes out of the iceberg, he's so willy nilly.
1: Yes, and I think a kid.
0: Th- that moment where they landed in the burnt forest in the episode be- in episode seven, mm-hmm. there was a sort of a shift in him. Yes, and his internal momentum was shifted towards the goal at hand mm-hmm. in a way that I was like, "Oh, okay, okay, we're starting to move this. Sh- we're starting to move in the direction of this. Sh- the way I want this to go." Just mm-hmm. because the there are moments in the first few episodes. Where they keep talking about the war, mm-hmm. and they cut to the Fire Nation and Prince Zuko chasing, and the Fire Nation is so serious, mm-hmm. and there's this hundred-year war that's going on, mm-hmm. and then it cuts back to like some a kid hitting their head in a dumb way, yeah, and I just kind of was like, there's a there, it, there the tone jump between those two scenes didn't work for me all the time, yeah. In the first few episodes, in the last couple, the tone jump between Prince Zuko's story and Ang and the friends' story has been less drastic,
1: mm-hmm. and so I
0: feel like we're already kind of getting the three friends into a more "Hey, this is a this is a war, and what's going on is really serious"
1: for sure. And I think that um, Aang being able to speak with Roku, yeah, it? yeah, with Roku. the
0: smart television in our living room,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> the avatar before him you oh know, no
0: but i have a roku tv
1: i know you i know you do and you now... know what's
0: funny about that roku is also six in japanese oh yeah
1: all right i have this tv it's six it's six it's a six tv um <laughs> oh my god no i just uh it, there was definitely in the last two seven and eight like the mm-hmm. last two episodes number seven and number eight a shift and definitely um more of a weight added because you know roku's like uh this the comet is coming back the fire nation like you will not be able to stop them unless you do it by this day
0: by the end of summer but (laughs) roku's also like it takes years to do this you have until the end of summer yeah good luck
1: and you're just kind of like holy shit like (laughs) this kid is you know and yeah that's kind of it left me excited Mm -hmm. it left me excited to keep pushing through the series
0: Okay, so who is your favorite character so far? Because I want to keep talking about the show on the podcast. We'll always do it at the end for people who haven't watched it and don't want to mm-hmm. get spoiled. But who is your favorite character up until now?
1: Well, now I feel like it's um um Zuko's uncle, because I I think Iro. he's the avatar.
0: I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> Iro is hilarious.
1: He's funny, and now now I think he's he's gonna be the avatar.
0: Euro on the back of the like ostrich thing in the nude like planning his escape when he was shackled <laughs> was one of my favorite parts of the whole show so far i think
1: these shackles are too loose i think
0: these shackles are too loose oh my bones i'm so old and they're clanging on my elbows i was yeah. like this dude is amazing he's
1: amazing my other uh, but i also do like momo the
0: the other thing i'm so confused about in the show momo's great momo's so cute <laughs> i get there. they sell like these giant apple uh, uh, Appa, mm-hmm. Appa, oh, now I'm doing it, um, pillows at Comic-Con every year. And I've always been like, oh, those freaking Avatar fans. And now I'm like, oh, fuck, I like, want...
1: I want it. I
0: want that pillow. Yep. That pillow, I want a giant Appa, like, um, beanbag chair.
1: Oh, my God. Oh,
0: God. So, in a way, I guess I'm a, I'm a convert. I, there are things about the show I love. I love mm-hmm. the characters. More than anything, I love the characters. And I mm-hmm. think that's why I'm so on board with, like making this a segment on the podcast and like let's talk about this because i'm gonna i want to watch it i want that to be like thing that we do right now yeah because it it's good and the potential of it is even better than the show i'm watching right now
1: totally i'm so excited for Mm -hmm. it
0: and lucius malfoy is a bad guy again which you know i love classic classic (laughs) (laughs) i can't think of his name damn it um yeah oh the other thing i was confused about prince suko's banishment is the weirdest banishment because he's banished mm-hmm. but he has his own ship and fire Lords Sol- or fire soldiers him. who follow him I and wonder... we also went to that fire dock that one time and everyone was like hey let's have tea and you were like what kind of banishment well because
1: they weren't in the fire nation they were in like the um they were in. They like they were somewhere else. They weren't within the like Fire Nation borders.
0: I just I love the idea of a banishment being like, all right, you're banished. If I ever see you again, I'm gonna kill you. Unless I see you in France, yeah, then let's hang out. Like it's just a weird. <laughs>
1: well, uh... maybe it'll
0: be explained. Maybe it's like conditional banishment where he can like earn his way back or something.
1: Because mm-hmm. he keeps
0: saying that like, if I get the avatar.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think I think we're gonna find out. And I do know like from spoilers and stuff online that he that wait wait was, i don't know no i'm not gonna stay specifics but i know that zuko has quite an intense arc oh cool okay yeah. so we're cool, gonna cool, cool. we're gonna see him a lot and and he there's gonna be a lot uh i think yeah i think we're gonna learn well, a lot more
0: he's i've he's gonna be like the main villain for a while
1: yeah yeah and for then
0: sure. he's because
1: <laughs> I, I
0: like my guess can i say a guess even sure. if it might be a spoiler
1: mm-hmm.
0: is it a spoiler if i don't know
1: no just cause
0: guess. someone has to teach Aang each bending thing right yep so they have to find a water person to teach him to teach him water then they have to f- i'm assuming the books will go water earth air or water earth fire yeah and then so i'm sure zuko will have a turn and zuko will teach ang firebending to defeat his father
1: Hmm. interesting Or
0: he'll kill his own father and Aang will have to defeat Zuko. Dark. Like, it's, well, it's going to be one of those two things. He's either going
1: to, like, go, like, full to the dark side Mm -hmm. or, yeah. He's Mm -hmm.
0: either going to go, like, Kylo Ren or he's going to go Ben Solo.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) And I think it's going to be more Ben Solo. All right. But I think it's going to be a while. I have a feeling he's going to be, if he has a turn, it'll be, like, at the end of the second season,
1: and here's the thing: is and
0: everyone wa- everyone listening right now has already watched it, and they're oh, yeah. like,
1: they're like, oh, God, either you,
0: or, either they're like, oh, you nailed it. How did he guess? Or he's
1: like, or they're all like, what an idiot! That's not right at all. <laughs> or
0: they're like, Zuko dies in like episode twelve.
1: No, I I I like actually that we've already seen growth in him, um, like mm-hmm, from yeah. his uncle teaching him how to um how to bend and how to really like try and control mm-hmm. his his emotions and i think that that's really cool it's only been eight episodes and he
0: he he comes across as an abused child in well, a way that makes me is I, it
1: the scar on his face or
0: no i mean more the emotional like i i totally. get the i get the feeling in, in the in a way and that's why i say that i want it to be more of a ben solo thing mm-hmm. because i feel so much sympathy for those kind of characters yeah that's a character arc that i just like immediately my heart bleeds for totally and so whenever i see someone in that position i just want that character to be taken care of by the people around them yeah um and
1: to have like a redeeming like yeah, yeah. You, and i you,
0: love i yeah. love Ero because i feel like he is a good person in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and especially towards his nephew i know that he's a hero of like the bad guys but i have a feeling there's going to be a twist on that
1: well there's got to be a reason that he's with
0: well, he's retired. He's just like going on an adventure with his nephew. Well,
1: and I, you know what, I, I, um, I wonder if the people, like the crew and the ship and everything, that it's it's actually his. It's not Zuko's. It's that he mm, left with his nephew, and took people who were loyal to him, and he yeah. took through the war.
0: I'm sure we'll find out. I'm sure all this is going to be spelled out very plainly <laughs> for us eventually. Yeah. But um, I'm excited to I'm excited to watch it. I think yeah. Um,
1: and I can't wait to talk about it again next week. You know, I can't wait to see what our new insights and predictions are.
0: It's interesting to me how at this point in my life, my favorite things to watch are animated shows. (laughs) Like there's been so much solid animated storytelling in the last two decades Mm -hmm. between, I know you don't love Rick and Morty, but that goes into that shelf for me of like the Rick and Morty, Clone Wars, uh, Rebels, Avatar...
1: Full Metal Alchemist, Full metal alchemist. <laughs> but and, and, and
0: honestly, I think a lot of it is. Um, I genuinely think a lot of the modern wave of these great animated storytelling things, and I know that it's fi- Dave Filoni worked on this before he did Clone Wars and Rebels, so it is funny that I'm mostly mentioning uh, yeah, Dave yeah. Filoni things because yeah. I just think Dave is a He's genius brilliant. storyteller. Yep, I I think that a lot of this modern wave and Avatar especially because it's anime style is because of the wave of Japanese anime storytelling that got dubbed and subbed and sent over to the states in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I think that people of my generation who grew up on Dragon Ball Z and grew up on that sort of like somewhat adult, somewhat child friendly anime storytelling mm-hmm. grew up to be the kinds of people making these shows. Totally. And totally. I can see the influences of anime in all of them. And I'm not the biggest anime watcher. But yeah, me neither. I can't watch a modern American animated television without seeing the fact that it is very heavily influenced by the storytelling that I was watching as a kid. Totally imported over from Japan.
1: And that's that's a cool thing for us is mm-hmm. that you know we are of that age where the people like the like um, people who are who have been our age uh, and watch those things are now growing up their our age and we can really see. Like we, we have that journey with them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's when you watch things that are created by, for us, obviously younger, it doesn't really go that way right now. It mm-hmm. will eventually. But, you know, when you watch things that are created by people who are much older, there's, you know, there's a different flavor and a different taste. And I love seeing like the generational differences. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's cool to see stuff being made that's like, that I just feel like I get you know mm-hmm. I'm like oh yeah yeah I see what this is
0: yeah I, I can see the roots of this yes yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah I'm I'm so glad we're doing this I I'm me too. I'm, I'm excited for the show mm-hmm. I'm love doing the podcast with you
1: <laughs> thanks
0: I also love everything else we're doing because we are on Twitch you're you already mentioned it but you're Clark yeah
1: I'm on Clark tokara so this week um check me out Monday night Wednesday afternoon. And then Friday afternoon, mm-hmm. uh, we're doing Skyrim on Monday, Friday. And then my midweek stream is going to be Witcher. So this week it's Witcher Wednesday.
0: <laughs> Witcher Wednesday. I will be live Tuesday night, uh, Thursday night, and Friday
1: night. Yes.
0: Just three this week. And we might be on on the weekend. We just don't know yet. So we haven't scheduled them because we don't... It doesn't matter yeah but it's, uh, it's,
1: it's complicated but we might have a Skyrim Saturday and a Star, Star Wars Sunday. Sunday we'll see what happens but um, we are launching our patreon
0: we are launching a patreon Sunday August or Saturday, Saturday August 1st August 1st um the details for that will be in a YouTube video that will go up this week mm-hmm. and uh, we're really excited if uh, one of the aspects of it will be a extra podcast a mm-hmm. uh, podcast where you can ask us questions and stuff like that. That will go up for patrons only. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you're liking this and you want like 15 more minutes, 20 more (laughs) minutes, probably more because we always talk longer than we mean to. We're like, we're going to make a 40 minute podcast this week. And now we're at. Oh, yeah, we're probably going to hit an hour. Um, (laughs) Oops. Yeah, a little extra time right there. Uh, The patrons going to be fun look out for that youtube video so you can f- know all the details yeah you can also follow us all over the internet instagram facebook twitter <laughs> uh reddit there is a subreddit r nerdynightly nerdy nightly everywhere else Clarus ariel you can be found at clarice
1: <laughs> on twitch clarice Dicaris, and instagram
0: yeah we've got some cosplay stuff coming up some photo shoots
1: yes yes super... i
0: have to get super hot for a boudoir photo shoot
1: <laughs> you're hot shut up
0: <laughs> no but i mean like
1: no, it'll be fun. It's going to be chill and nerdy and uh, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I'm sure everyone's excited except me.
1: Oh, please. It'll be fun. It'll be fun.
0: Um, thanks so much for listening. My name is David Webb.
1: I'm Arielle Edwards.
0: Do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.